Nesiva Shalom points out that the Medrash tells us that they ask the two times that Avraham Avinu had a challenge, that it says the words Lech Lecha. One is to leave your homeland, and the other one is to do um, to, to kill his son, Yitzchak, to shecht his son Yitzchak, Kedas Yitzchak. And the Medrash says, I don't know which one was harder. So the question is, what do you mean you don't know which one is harder? One of them is to pack up your house and to go to go travel and to go out. And the other one is to kill your son. How can you compare? So the Nesiva Shalom says there's a difference between both of these challenges. One of them was horrible. Kill his son was the greatest challenge, especially Avram Avinu was all of chesed, was love. He was preaching to the world, Ahava and chesed, I mean... To kill his son was the hardest thing in the world to do, but it was chad pami. It was a one-time action. Take two minutes and it's done. The other one is much easier, but it's every day. It's grueling. It's going every day, go, traveling and going and leaving. And, and that's what he says. That was the, the different challenges. One was a very, very difficult, but it was a one-time thing. And the other one was a steady, steady challenge. And it gets you dreary, and it gets you tired, and it gets you worn down. Different challenges that we have. So I think also that's what you were really describing, that there's fatigue. You know, there's COVID fatigue. There's all kinds of fatigue. There's TP fatigue also, where we're just like so tired of having a dysfunctional person, so tired of always being complimentary, so tired of just not criticizing and turning the, the button off somewhere in our brain, no criticism, only compliments. It's, it's not our nature, so it's very hard. It's very hard. So there are some challenges that come to us that are very, very, very difficult, but they're at least, okay, we stand up to the challenge, it's over. And there's other challenges that are grueling daily, daily, daily challenges. And that's, that's very, very difficult and perhaps more difficult just because of the length of time. And you always have to be on your game. You have to know that when you go to visit the hospital, you smile and you bring balloons, but that's only for an hour or for two hours. Over here, the hospital is in your house. And every time your child walks into the room, you're in the hospital. Every time your child who wants to die or is struggling with an addiction or any of the difficult, different things that you deal with, whenever they're around, that is the hospital. Everybody has to start talking low and slow and calm. They hate tension and complimentary. Everything's fine. They don't want to see you fighting with anybody. They don't want to see you fighting with each other. They don't want to see you bad-mouthing anybody. They don't want to see you tense and worrying about anything. They want everybody to be in the psych ward. In the, everybody has to be quiet like you're visiting the psych ward. You're visiting and then they come out and they can make noise and then we can't make noise. What are you banging? Why are you chewing? And they criticize and we have to be, oh, I'm so sorry. And we have to be mamish like angels, like angels. And it's, it's a long, a long journey. The way that we have to do this doesn't make it easier, but we have a focus. We have to save our kids. We have to save our kids. We have to save our kids. We're going to do tea because we have to save our kids. This is our focus. Criticism doesn't work. Tension doesn't work. Stress doesn't work. We're going to do this. And we're going to elevate ourselves to the point where it doesn't even hurt so much. We're just going to get used to it. It's like when somebody starts to learn Shmiras Halashan. They start to learn the Halachas of not talking Lashon Hara. And they feel always nervous. Oh, I can't say this. I can't say this. 
But when they get used to it, you could say everything that's nice. You could always compliment. You could always say nice things. And you don't have to worry. So a lot of TP is, is where it gets really difficult and you want to give up. And that's because we hit a boundary within ourselves. And we have to look within ourselves, which is what you did, which is so impressive that you really looked at yourself in the mirror and saw what we need to improve. And when you feel like you're at a boundary, it's time for you to grow. Just like we wish, we always want to tell these kids, why don't you change? Why don't you grow? Let, let's see you do it. It's not easy. It's very hard. I can't do it. It's really hard to grow. But that's when you're ready to grow. When you hit the, the, the boundary and you say, well, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm tense all the time, I got to relax. And there's a lot of self-help. There's a lot of self-regulation. There's a lot of parents going to take uh, somatic classes to become practitioners, to learn different things. And if we can learn how to do this and, and be this calm under all circumstances, stress-free, calm, complimentary person, by the time this is over, God willing soon, but usually it takes a while, we emerge as totally different people. We emerge as elevated people that we threw out criticism a long time ago. We threw out stress a long time ago. We learned how to deal with things calmly. We learned because it's like it's almost as it's almost like God gives us these kids in our homes to call us out on every single bad thing that we don't even like about ourselves. They want to see us loving everybody, loving the world, loving the, the, the caring about those who, who are homeless, caring about the, the unfortunate and, the, and, and all the different, you know, and we say, oh, liberal, liberal. We are supposed to care about, about the, mis the unfortunate and, 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 and those who are suffering in the world. And we don't. And they say, hey, why don't you? Hey, what are you so nervous about? And we think to ourselves, hey, he's right. We have to have more amuna, more bitachon, calm. It's not easy. We're all human. But we're here to grow. So I think that that's this Nisayan. Sometimes it's a big Nisayan, and you can, you can be oimed on the Nisayan. You could withstand it, and that's great. You can conquer it. And sometimes it's this grating every day, every day, dysfunctional in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night, and I can't go out of my room. And then it smells, and the visitors, and it's a very difficult process. If you can somehow, if you can somehow rise above to the next level, you'll see that those things that bothered you a year ago don't bother you anymore. And you're growing. And in a year from now, the things that bother you now won't bother you then. Not because you don't care about them, but because you elevated yourself above them. And then you're going to be able to be calmer. And then the other kids are going to say, I like this version of mom. I like this version of dad. He's calm. He's happy. He says, it's okay. Everything's for the best. Very impressive. He's nervous about something. He says, I'm going to pray. He comes back smiling. What happened? I prayed. I left it in Hashem's hands. It's in God's hands. You start raising your kids with this calm that it's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. You start talking like that. We believe because we speak it over. We train our children and they start seeing, wow. And instead of coming back and saying, this rabbi is such an idiot, and I daven in this shul, and I hate the other shul, and this rebbe, and this rav, and everybody's good, and always down the kafskos, judge everybody favorably. I'm sure he had a good reason. I'm sure she had a good reason. I drop all the, everything, just calm, serene. We're doing it because we have to, but we really should do it anyway. And we end up becoming just this total better version of ourselves, which a lot of parents have told me that they became. So I, I'm sorry that it's so difficult. I wouldn't wish this on anybody. You're put into a situation where 
in order to save your child, you have to. You have to. But if you do, you're, you're benefiting. You're growing muscle. It's like in order to save your child, you have to have big biceps. So now, therefore, you have to go to the gym. Oh, it hurts to go and lifting everything. But at the end of the day, you're going to have good muscles. Here, this is up in your head, in your nefesh, in your neshama, in your being, in your essence. You're elevating yourselves by giving yourself muscle. I could choose my words. I could say it if it's right. I could not say it if it's wrong. I, I, I stop saying these things that come automatically ingrained in us as parents. Like as soon as you have kids, as teenagers, we never said this. As soon as we have kids, God puts in us stupid parenting quotes that we just say always that we don't even know what they mean. You know, drive carefully. Any kid ever said, oh, I wasn't going to, but now I'm going to drive carefully. We have like a thousand, and you can Google it. They have all these lists of stuff that parents say that, no, no reason. And it's, it's put into our system. And now we're able to choose. This I'm going to say, this I'm not going to say. I'll deal with this this way. I'll deal with this this way. And we're able to get through just reacting and choose with our brains, which tool am I going to use? From the Yud Gimel Midas from the 13 attributes of mercy. I'm going to use Rachum, Chanon, Erech I'm not going to get angry. Wow. Rav Chesed Ve'emes, Noise Avayin, I'm going to carry my child's sins. When you study the time of Devar, you study the Yud Gimel Midas you elevate yourselves and, and, and a situation presents itself and you can choose the best reaction, then you're an elevated person. So it's not easy. It's like, it's like going to the gym. It's like anything. It's like a diet. It's like a gym. It's like anything that you want that's going to make you better is hard. It's super hard and you have to be focused. But you will benefit as well besides for your child. You won't just be saving your child you'll be able to be a better version of yourselves. And I've, I've heard this back from TP parents consistently. Father told me a few weeks ago, uh, he said, he might be on the call now. He said, I would have been the rest of my life such a judgmental person and I never would have even realized it. And now we're, we are, we are re- refining ourselves. We are refining ourselves to be able to choose the words that are going to be the right words for this child. And then we'll realize on, on all the other relationships in our lives, what's the right words? And we'll find those words for those relationships, God willing, to be able to nurture everybody. And you will be in the center as the most grounded person that they know. And they'll come to you. I trust you. and Because we'll, you're the calm one that has common sense and that is grounded and looks at everything in, in a good light. And then you'll be able to help people. You'll be able to be positive with people. It's really the whole TP thing. It's not really about the kids. It's all undercover operation that we adults have to purify ourselves. And you're doing it. You're doing it every day. You're reading the manual and you're coming to the groups and you're watching the videos and you're using it. And you're the same way I asked you, what's the difference between your, your son now and a year ago? And you said, wow, he grew so much. You grew so much. You grew so much since you came here. So that's what we're all doing. We need the muscles now of the 13 attributes of mercy that nobody told us that we were going to need. Nobody brought us up with this. We thought we're going to have to have discipline and rules and take criticism and point out what they're doing wrong, and and that's going to steer them right. And now all of a sudden we need a whole new set of rules, and it's developing muscle. 
it's like first you're a white belt and then you're a yellow belt and then you're a green belt and then you're a brown belt. And we try to be black belts. We try to be black belts in, in the 13 attributes of mercy to be really a rachum, to be compassionate. It's, it's a Jewish trait. It's a trait of God to be compassionate. And when you're a compassionate person, it can't be just to this, but not to him, not to this, but not to this. Once you're a compassionate being, you're a different person. So we elevate ourselves to be compassionate. And if we can be compassionate for broken kids, we can be compassionate for other things as well. We are working on ourselves. Don't change for him. Don't change for her. Don't change how I'm going to deal with him or I'm going to deal with her. Change yourself. And then you've changed your world. And then you've changed all your relationships. And then you've changed. You've changed. So we're not changing the way I have to deal with him, I want to tell him, get out of the house, but Avi's going to kill me. But TP says, there's no TP says. It's what is best for this child is pure compassion. And that's how I deal with everybody. And then sometimes with another person, you may say, I need maybe now to pour on a little bit of the opposite of compassion. But your go-to should be compassion. And then you'll think twice about that. In other words, our, our inborn nature is always criticism. And we have to bend to compassion. What we're doing now is we're changing our nature to be compassion. And then you could decide if you ever need to pour on some opposite of compassion, which I don't know what that is. That's the way we should be. We have to be godly. So before you go ahead in the next challenge that you have, pray and say, Hashem, please give me the strength. Say, L'shem Yichud. I'm doing a mitzvah, going in God's ways is a mitzvah, as say in the Torah, the same as eating matzah. The same way it becomes matzah, Pesach, everybody's so careful to eat the matzah, shake the lulav, just like God is a rachum, he's compassionate and merciful, you have to be compassionate and merciful. And like the Nesiva Shalom says, it doesn't say act that way, havei, says, be that way. You have to become a merciful being that in case you need to change, it's a, it should be a real problem. It should be like very difficult to go away from your essence, which is Rachum, Chanon, and all of the 13 attributes, which you are doing. You're much more compassionate than you were last year, understanding, non-judgmental. You're growing and growing and growing and growing. So it does take a lot of strength and I, I, I wish, you know, wish we could do this for each other, but we're here for each other. And you'll continue to grow, and you won't just save Ezrat Hashem, your child, but you'll save yourselves as well. You look back at yourself and you'll say, wow, I was such a jerk. I didn't even know. I was so judgmental. I thought I knew everything. and So wrong. That's our goal. Our goal is we're going to become godly. And that's the greatest pull for our children to want to be like us.